Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Second Take Podcast. My name is Alex, and I fell asleep through this. <laughs> I'm Zane C. Weber, and may there be mercy on man and machine for their sins. I'm the host who just stepped onto the edge of the looking glass, Sebastian. And we don't have time to re-say any of the names, so here we go. Uh, the Animatrix starring Kevin Michael Richardson, Pamela Adlon, John DiMaggio, Tom Kenny, Rick Gomez, Tara Strong, Bette Ford, Julia Fletcher, Dane Davis, Debbie Derryberry, Jill Talley, Talley, I don't know, Dwight Schultz, James Taylor, Clayton Watson, Keanu Reeves, and Carrie Ann Moss. It was written by the Wachowski siblings Yoshiaki Kawajari, Koji Morimoto, Shiro Watanabe, Peter Chung. Uh, it was directed by Peter Chung, Andrew R. Jones, Yoshiaki Kariwaji, Takayashi Koge, <laughs> Mahiro Mayedera. Uh, Koji Morimoto and Shinjiro Watanabe. I think he did really well, actually. <laughs> that was a struggle for Zane. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that. Um, that was that. You did a yeah. job with it, though. I'm really proud. Thank you. I, I believe I didn't say uh, like Yamaha once, which is quite a, quite a thing for me. Well done. Yeah. Well done Thanks. on not being racist. Remember yeah. when we had that uh, user question that was sent in by Jack who sent in like 60 questions and we just yeah. plowed through them? That was that, but in a cast list. No, this is my <laughs> plan for this set of movies. Oh. But a movie because we have eight films to talk about. Well, Seven films, one's a two-parter. Short films. Yeah. It's an anthology. Yeah, yeah. it sure is. Um, an anime-anthology, if you wish. Zane, are you offended that Animatrix itself is a pun? Yes. Good, okay. Yeah, there we um, go. I mean, That's Zane's recommendation. Yep. Right there. Puns are bad, the end. There All right, so what do we do first? Trivia? This movie was done by a lot of different people and I'm really yeah. unhappy with it. There's not of a lot of trivia on this one. Yeah. Um, because there's so many and it's all animation. Like it was not, not a whole bunch of... Keanu Reeves was in it. Briefly. He was. <laughs> That's some trivia. So was Carrie Ann... What's her face? Moss. Moss. I mean, the kid is named Karl Popper, Michael Karl Popper after a famous philosopher. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. There that's was it, yeah. a Wilhelm scream. And then, you know, that's in most There's movies now. <laughs> not uh, a lot going on. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, the Flight of the Osiris, the one where they spot the, one? the big digging. Yeah, yeah, it was shown originally as like a, a short before Matrix Reloaded just to uh, set the scene basically, see right. how, the, how they got word that there was an attack coming. 
This film is surprisingly in canon with the series in a lot of areas, though. Well, it was made by the same people. I know, but I'm just, it's just surprising. Like it, it feels like it's, a lot of it's just supplemental material that has no bearing on the story at all. But like the being yeah. kid, we do get the that kid showing up in I think the first, sorry, the second Matrix reloaded. Yeah, yeah, like and Neo's like, "Nah, kid, you saved yourself," and he's just gone for the rest of the movie. Like easy to cut scene, but that, I guess they no. kept it in. Well, for the, he does come back in the mech fights. Oh yeah. yeah, running around. Yeah, wait, is or that he gets in? Is that the same kid? That's the same yeah, kid. That's yeah. the same kid. Huh? I call him Mouse Two because he's just yeah, like Mouse yeah, One. Yeah. yeah. I always thought it was Mouse, but then I was like, no, Mouse definitely mouse died. Definitely died. Yeah. <laughs> mouse has poor planning of battle structure. Yeah, um, anyway, <laughs> synopsis. No tweet. Uh, wait, those are the same thing. Babies. Babies. Can be babies. Okay, I want you to imagine that every. Japanese animator just all fucked at the same time. And yeah. then, like, just get like, I don't know. Just... No, I'm not done. Yeah, okay. yeah you got it now? Yeah. Okay, it's really gross. I'm going to yeah. say, oh, well, I'm not done. oh, you just, you literally put ever, every Chinese animator. Japanese. Oh, okay, good. Every Japanese animator. So there was just a lot of blur. Yeah, yeah, it's all, of course, of course it yeah. is. And then, like, just I want you to just grab your paint bucket, but not that paint bucket. Go to the one behind it that just says uh, a matrix and just, like, just, just grab it. And I don't want you to paint the sex scene. I just, like, flick your paintbrush every now and then. So every now and then, a little bit of a speck of the matrix just gets dabbed on someone's forehead or something. But, like, not entirely. Like, this, isn't, this definitely isn't all matrix. It's just, a, it's just enough to be, like, it kind of reminds me of the matrix in some ways. And that's your movie. I think that was probably the longest like babies section that we've had from one person. But I only did two things. Yeah. So you're welcome. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so Evangelion crossed with uh Pacific Rim, I think. So I like both those things. I take umbrage to what you said. Well, I like this movie, so I don't take umbrage to what I said. Alex? Uh this was like watching Star Wars the Clone Walls. But smaller and with worse animation. The Clone Wars, Clone Wars, like ah. the TV series. Yeah, so small. Would you say with sm- like like on a smaller scale? Oh, yep, yep, yep. And with worse animation. Yeah, I could buy that. Yeah, yeah. All right, and synopsises or tweet synopsises. How do we? Yeah, tweet synopsis. When you throw eight, seven to eight movies at me at once, I'm just like, yeah, format. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this. Yep, go please. Yeah. Uh, so this was a montage of vaguely related animated clips that aren't polished in any way. Hashtag owl my eyes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of animators dig through their archives and find stuff that they had left over and then add a beginning and end bit to it that makes it seem like it's in the Matrix, but it's probably not. And I think it was just scraps. And this is a multi... I'm, I'm doing like the one out of two one of on my, yeah. my tweet. There's two couple of tweets. And um, yeah, it's kind of like the Matrix, but only in little bits. Slash three. And you know, hashtag. End. Oh, hashtag. Um, fuck it. Name? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I suppose that's a trending one. That was my hashtag for the record. I yeah. didn't just say fuck it to a hashtag. But. People apparently are both good and bad as well as robots, whether they're animated or not. Hashtag machines need love. <sighs> we should never have programmed them with the need for love. That was our first mistake. That's actually the problem. They don't need love where they have to be shown love. Oh. It's explored in one of them. 
or they have to be shown it. Yeah. Or they, what? Or they, they do. don't know that it exists. When when the when they take the robot, where they plug it in and they go into that like fractal maze when they're playing games with it, and they see uh, like the people making out and the last one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So shall we move straight to the bad or no? No. no. Uh, we'll, we'll do this one film at a time briefly because uh, uh, I do not oh, want to spend true. more time on this film than it deserves. Yeah. So let's start off with, I guess, one of the most well-recognized ones, The Final Flight of the Osiris. So yeah. this is the fully 3D rendered, almost Final Fantasy-esque animation. Yeah. But it's almost semi-realistic. It, Yeah. It hasn't aged as well as I thought it would because I remember this looking damn good. And it still does look pretty good. Like, But when I know there are PS4 games that look better than this now, it really... Shows I the mean, passage of time, but it's still but good. 2002 or 2003 when yeah, it yeah. came out. So it's so 15, 16, 14-ish yeah. years old. Like it's, it does look good. I'm just saying like, I'm more amazed with how I mean, my PlayStation is. If you is. go back and look at like PS2 games or whatever was out then, hmm. this is better than that. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's like for the time. I. But oh, yeah. this was the only one. <laughs> the only one that looked as good. Yeah. Yeah. I... Liked a lot of parts of this one, bar the sexy opening fight scene that was yeah. so out of place. Just oh like, yeah, why, why put that in there? Because fan service is no, what these people no, do. Honestly, it's because humans equal sex. We see that in the in Reloaded. Oh yeah, is it like the main? They really try to push the difference between the humans and the machines by pushing like the sexuality that's inherent when humans get together in that half clad dance drum. We meet every fortnight to record this password and I am proud to say we have never had sex. So good job, team, fighting the stereotype of human beings. What password? Podcast? Did I say password? Yeah. Must have been all that computer speak. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I was like, we record a password? Uh, I don't get a password. What are you guys talking about? What I'm actually doing from now on is I'm dropping subtle clues to the fan base Uh, um, that if they follow enough of the codes, they'll actually get to unlock Zane's bank account. Yeah, so. This is the maybe the first of many numbers or codes to come through. <laughs> Seb doesn't know it, so I don't know how he's giving it away. I'll give away something. Maybe a passcode, who knows. Yeah, um, yeah I think it looks pretty, really pretty. Although I did... Remember how I complained when we reviewed The Matrix? Like, oh, the slow motion nonsense. Yeah. When she's like, I must quickly deliver this letter and then I'm just going to jump down. Like, she exited that building that she started off in in the worst possible way, right? Yeah. I'm going to go through all the electric things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess they were just showing off, look at what we can do. But I'm like, you know what people can do? Make better choices. <laughs> they can go the other way. <laughs> the elevator. <laughs> oh, Probably quicker and safer. Do they not get to pick where they log into when they start in the Matrix? They get to pick of a number of choices. So they can't just spawn a line. They have to pick a line, that a secured line that they dial into and that's where they appear. And then there was no better than on top of a building? To Apparently get to a post box? Not. Well, also they need to be in a place where there isn't lots of people around because, as we know, anyone can become an agent. So as soon as they're detected by anyone, an agent can turn into that person and then start chasing them. Were you guys surprised the old lady didn't? I I, I was. You were? When I first watched it. It lingered like, on her heart, yeah. didn't it? But it didn't. I guess it really didn't matter. I liked the fight scene against the Sentinels. Like on the ship, having them like yeah. tear through and rip through people and stuff. That was the more interesting part mm. of yeah. it. Um, I, th- I honestly, I think 
I don't think the animation was as good as it needed to be for this film. Like it just wasn't there. Like in another couple of years, maybe. But it did it did feel a lot like that Final Fantasy movie that came mm. out. It was just kind of like the technology's qu- not quite there to service a story mm. with real people yet. I will say though, that Final Fantasy movie though, graphics-wise, much better than this. Yes. But yeah, obviously, obviously they spent an entire film's budget yeah, on it. And so much more time. I actually thought it was the same studio... I, I used to think it was, but for some reason I'm not sure anymore, so I don't want to commit to it, but maybe it was the same know. studio. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I think The Flight of the Saurus is... If they stuck more to story and less trying to showcase effects, like, oh, that opening is just interminable. I, I was better with the opening, though, than I was from her, like, twirling through the... Was it electrical wiring or something oh, you said? Oh, yeah. That was ridiculous. Especially, like, them yeah. cutting between her doing that and the fight scene. I know you're trying to juxtapose the whole scene, but it but didn't click for me. It looked jaunty. Literally, I put this on with my fiance, and the opening scene started, and she was like, what the fuck? Why? How short is that thing? And then mm. it, like, gets cut off her or whatever, and she's like, what? And then I noticed that there was, like, a shot that like lingered and like went down the, the woman's entire body and then she cuts the pants off the dude but it's like just the torso. Yeah. I was like, yep, men made this. Straight men. <laughs> no, no. Well, legs are not the sexy part of men. Also, I mean, she was wearing <laughs> such impractical underwear. She definitely oh, was. When yeah. she's flipping about and like that's not the underwear that you wear when you do that. No. That underwear falls off when you flip her over. <laughs> Maybe it was just really tight or like stitched in. But maybe she just didn't have a vagina in this reality. Maybe that's her residual resemblance of herself. Gross. Japanese <laughs> animation is very well known for its fan service. And I think this from memory might be the only case of it in this movie. Maybe yeah, not. I, think I so. can't remember anything else being so in your face. Or um, polished. A lot of the women are stereotypical anime women being that they are overly sexualized yeah. with heaving bosoms and giant legs. And always wearing heels for some reason. Yeah. But that, also the Matrix does that. So yeah. Well we'll give a quick verdict on the final flight of the Osiris, guys. How'd it land for you? Uh, I think it's a really important part of the canon. It it is a frustrating length, though. Uh, I think you can cut half of this movie and get out thing, and yeah. still get the same effect. Uh, without the cringiness. So, you know, it, 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 it is important to watch. So it's a yes from me. It's a mild yes for similar yeah. reasons. Yeah, I'm going to go with yes as well. Not as strong as Zane, but I don't think it's not as as weak as what Alex said. Zane's was pretty lukewarm. Yeah, but Alex's <laughs> was, was like, let's get rid of half of it and then it's all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's fine. Just if you if you... Bored into what I was saying last week about the original Matrix and what I didn't like about that, you'll be on Struggle Street for a little bit. But I, yeah, I agree with saying the story is important. Yeah, the story. Well, it's bunch nice. the next two together. We've got the second Renaissance Part One and Part Two. Yeah, I don't want to lead this one because I have nothing but venom to spit. So does anyone else? I love really? these two. I yeah. these, love them. These two were originally the only ones that I was going to recommend. Yeah, because it gave you the lore and like story of how it got to the point where they destroyed the sky. And it makes you hate people. Yeah. You sympathise with the robots. Definitely. Like those, those scenes where you've got the gangs ripping that 
um, female robot apart. Yeah. Like that is like shocking to watch. Uh, That's yeah. the point where my fiance got up and stopped watching. Yeah, it, like these, it really shows humans as the enemies. Yeah. Uh, and I think that is an important part of the Matrix stories. Um, and then further on how they, they're the ones that scorch the skies and whatever, you see that as well. I still don't, still don't understand that. Like, but there was the solar issue because the machines primarily well, ran on solar. Yeah, but, but they how, had to, to, how are the humans going to get their energy? Like we also run synth- on solar power. Synthetic. Um, minerals. Dozer says, oh, yeah, Dozer says it in the first Matrix. Synthetic minerals? What a well, smart lad. Right? I know, right? Yeah. Um, no, the, the, the stuff that they eat gives them all the nutrients that they need. It's a synthetic mix of the minerals and shit. That oh, they like need. how they're going to run like machinery and shit, I think he means. Like, yeah, like how are they going to power their yeah. machines? The I guess trees. Is this the assumption know. that we've gone through the, <laughs> the coal apocalypse and we don't have any... Fossil fuels left? Is that the I idea? Mean, it never stated that, so I can't assume. Because like, yeah, they there never was nothing really left. deal with it with the machines yeah. underneath Cyan either. Um, I will say probably the same way they're powering their hovercrafts in all three of the Matrix films. Yeah. I don't know, but they seem to have some sort of power. Oh, there's there's power everywhere. Like, yeah, uh, maybe they're drawing it from the the human farms. Maybe they they're hijacking. <laughs> they tapped in. Yeah, yeah, hypocrites. Well, look, I... the the human farms which. They're feeding dead humans to the live humans yeah. to, give, style. to give the humans uh, food to power the machines. Yeah. To, yeah, so it's like it's a, just a big cycle. Yeah, <laughs> symbiotic cycle. Well, let me uh, talk like ill about scientifically this. Scientifically, it doesn't work, but no. let's get over that. I'll talk ill about this film. I thought it was really preachy and not in a clever way, in a ham-fisted, I felt like I was having propaganda spewed at me sort of way that just instantly turned me off its message because I'm like, don't tell me how to think. And that's why I don't like this one because I just didn't think it was clever and I thought it was being too blunt. I, I think it literally was clever. thought it was just giving you the history of like yeah, how they got honestly, from a to it, felt like, it, it did feel like propaganda, like a biased documentary. Yeah. And I think that's the style that it was shot while at least created in. Yeah. So I think like this of all the parts of this film has an emotional response from me because this is the yeah. kind of thing, that kind of gang mentality, that's what makes me the most angry in any film. Like when I answer the Shane's question, the, oh no, Jack's question, the film that makes you the angriest is The Mist because of that mob aspect. Yep. Yeah. So that is really effective in this for me. And it is kind of a, a biased documentary. Yep. And I think, but I think it's a really effective one. Okay. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about this one or do you want to move on? Or? Uh, I mean... Um, I just enjoyed how it like went through everything. The ro- robots came to the UN uh, and they were rejected, and that's you know like they could have come to an agreement, but the humans yep. were like, "No, fuck you!" Mm. Basically, yeah. like you're I, not you're not one of us, so fuck off. Basically, and even and, just to say something nice, this is my third favorite animation style from this. I mean, th- this is, I probably like this more than the first because it was like, it was well enough done, but like not overly showy, you know? Like yep. it was, it was like a proper like cartoon from that era. Yeah, I, I think it was just kind of, again, like the style of the, of what it was portraying. Yeah. It was utilitarian. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't like a stylized, um, art piece it was literally like 
it was almost like like a courtroom sort of sketch style. Yeah. So yeah, I I really liked it. Or the gore. I didn't like the gore in this. I didn't like the gore in any of these actually. I thought they all felt over the top. Like the one I could deal with was Osiris having the people get ripped apart in like the three dimensional stuff. That's fine. But everything for me just felt like, like I've watched violent animes like Vampire Hunter D where it's just blood everywhere, tearing through people. And that's fine. But these just felt flat. No, I was like disgusting. Like it grossed me out, but not in the way that I was, I felt like I was meant to be grossed out. Like I just thought that it was too realistic. I honestly think that that's what they're going for. Like the whole matrix is about like grittiness Mm. and like gross out, cringy, like really roll around in this filth and see exactly what everyone's doing. I think the gore in some of the other ones is out of place and over the top. I think in this one, it really serves the purpose of hammering home the 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 biased opinion that it's giving you. Okay. Well, yeah. verdicts then, guys? Yes. Uh, unequivocal from Zane. I, I think these two are really good. These two are the only ones that I was going to recommend. This is really funny. I agree with everything you guys said, but I don't like it. As in, like, I agree that everything that we've discussed was on purpose and a choice they made, but for me it just didn't land. Like, I just whether I was disgusted in some way, just turned off by it, couldn't get behind it, but I do agree with what you guys said, but it's a hard yeah. no from me. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Next, ugh, kid's story. Ugh. This is my least favourite animation Holy style. Holy shit. It was, did they give it to a three-year-old and they were just like... Mm. This, this was a style <laughs> at the time. Uh, oh, I fucking hated it. This kind of like super sketchy, kind of flowy. This yeah. wasn't the style of the time. If you took the, took the color away from this, this is the film clip to Take On Me by Aha. Yeah, right? but the, it had a bit of a resurgence. Um, like the, there's another counter, a Scanner Darkly, similar kind oh, of thing. Oh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. 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 Uh, this is like Ed, Ed and Eddie, but they animated it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, again, this story is really unnecessary for me and not explored in a way that really uh, caught my attention. Yeah, no, um, it was like, it was bland. Which like, is funny because this is the one, uh, compared to this and Osiris, these are the only two that I, from memory, actually can give canon into the new movies. Like this yeah. kid shows up, Neo has the line saying, you, I, you, you did it all by yourself, you didn't need me. Like we've dropped that this kid got himself out of the Matrix by himself. Absolutely pointless because I, I saw this after I saw number two, yeah? I imagine everyone did. Yes. So I didn't need this shit for the other movie to make sense. So it is useless, but it also played into the actual full movies. Yeah. But not a lot, though. Like, if the, this that character was underused for a character that was brought in, mm. at least. I, I personally think if any of these were done with real actors, I would get behind it so much more. Yep. I think if this one was done with a different animator... I'd be fine with yeah, the story. The story's like the, fine. The acting's fine. The, the Renaissance, uh, like that style, like the second Renaissance style. Yeah, I could get behind it. But uh, look, I I just think animation style aside, I just don't think this this vignette serves a purpose. Like it, it really, the only purpose is to introduce this character, and it's not an interesting character. It's virtually just Neo, um, just younger. Yeah, like the thing that annoys me. Yeah, yeah, we get this exact same story again, further down the line in these movies, 
And I don't know which of the two I'd rather keep, but I guess we'll get to that when we... I can tell you which one I'd rather keep. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys happy to give this one uh, verdict and move on? Or is there anything yeah, else to really yeah, this, talk about? This one's, this one's a pass from me. I don't, there's, this is a skip on an album. <laughs> yep, I'm going to agree with that. It's, but honestly, I don't mind the story. The animation just really turned me off. Like this, I didn't have a problem with the animation. I, I I can appreciate it for the style that it was. I, I it's just pointless. Mm. Yeah, it didn't get me. Didn't stick. Yeah. Like if you hit the same story with like, what's a generally loved animation style? Let's go like Disney Ghibli. I was gonna say yeah, Studio Ghibli, <laughs> no, Ghibli or whatever it is. Yeah. Like Spirited Away or something. Yeah, like that clean animation style where it doesn't distract from the narrative. Yeah, perfect. Like don't be artistic. It can look pretty, but you're. It doesn't have to be the show. The story yeah. can be the show. It's allowed to be, and that's yeah. yeah. Um, programs next. I'll be honest. I walked out of the room. I don't even remember which one's program again. Samurai. Oh, I really like this one, and I'm surprised to like on the Matrix one. You said that you like the philosophical kind of dealing with will you go back, will you won't, what does that mean? And this is this is the part of the Animatrix that deals specifically with that. But I hate overstylization and I couldn't look at this. But you watch anime and Yeah, and I'm very particular about what I'll let in on my house though. D- All right. Well, but I'm just going to say like this sort of anime is really, really pushes back into that classic anime style where everything is like a really Big and uh, like over proportioned and uh, really kind of ugly and stylized in the way that they are they frame the shots and and the way that um, the special effects are used. Um, I don't care for the art, yeah, and I don't really care for the story, but I like the message that it's sent and the questions that it's asking, and then it's entirely ruined by the ending yep where it's just kind of like oh it was all just a test and then she punches him and he smiles like that's always what she was meant to do i'm like no you deserve that punch you don't get to smile like this that 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 honestly like this whole thing went what was a philosophical discussion becomes like a real invasion of like someone's mind like that's the ultimate manipulation like I, you love me and I'm going to take away everything and make you choose between me and an unchoosable choice and then expect nothing to happen. This yeah. reminded me of an anime series, very short-lived, called Ghost Story. No idea. Probably I didn't come across it. So it had a very unsuccess- unsuccessful run in Japan and it was cancelled. But when being brought over to America for the redubbing, they gave free reign to the American actors to ad-lib and stuff because they didn't want to know part of it. They didn't want to pay them for the rewrite. They said, here's the story, you translate, go nuts. And the American group pretty much turned it into a comedy. Like they reworked everything. The story is tangentially aligned. But all in all, it's not the ghost story uh, cartoon that came from Japan. And that's what this film feels like to me. It feels like somebody came in added an ending scene to it and redubbed something completely different from what it should be. And that's what irked me about this. It just felt like lazy. Like, oh, okay, cool, you're paying me to make a story based on the Matrix. Cool. Well, I've got this really sick samurai idea. I'm just going to use it instead and put an ending tag on it. And that's the Matrix story. But again, I think that harks back to the 70s animation style where you could reuse entire scenes 
and just put different sound on it. Like it wasn't it wasn't recorded and then animated to the sound. It was animated and then recorded to the to the image. Oh, I don't think it's like a dubbing issue as in like quality wise. I mean No, I I think I think that's honestly a stylistic choice where they've gone back to that like animation style to pay homage homage to it. And it's just like you don't like that and so that's why it hasn't hit with you. But I think I honestly think that was a choice and not just a side effect. Okay. Well, if it's a choice, I don't like it. You guys want to move on to the yay or nays? Yeah. I mean, yes. It's a yes from me. Yeah. Either or. <laughs> <laughs> well, and honestly, it doesn't matter. Like it, <clears throat> It's Cypher. The Cypher's issue from the first one, but... Dumb made, worse. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it, it, in the first section it is, but in the second it isn't. In the second it's uh, about the human dynamic and what that team has put her through. Like that that's kind of like a group kind of putting uh, like I don't want to – it's like emotional rape, yeah? Yeah. It's like really like they're in her head, they have control over literally everything and they took everything away from her. And then just they to kill Joy to be okay. Yeah, like it is, like I think that this is a really interesting examination of what Sorry. humans Kilgrave. do to each other. Mm. They killgraved her. That makes more sense. I was curious about yeah. what reference you're making. Uh, it's a <laughs> super, super hard no for me. It's so hard. If it's this hard in an hour, I'm going to the doctors. Like I can't, yeah. That's gross. Yeah, it was gross. I thought it was funny though. Um, next is world <laughs> record, which, or I'm going to say kid story better. Yeah, I like this uh, one a lot better than Kid's Story. Except is, he didn't get out, I guess. This is he? the one where I saw an athlete like lining up and then I woke up and he was like on the ground. I was oh, like, God, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I didn't feel like I needed to go back because... Mm. It's basically I don't know. the no, story I don't know. of an athlete who figures out, not that he's in the Matrix, but that he can do more than his body technically should allow. Right. And he pushes himself that extra part and he beats nine seconds in the 100-meter dash and then he technically breaks out of the matrix but then a machine grabs him and puts him back in and then he's in a wheelchair at the end. And, and he's being monitored by agents yeah. and he, even though he can never walk again, he manages to stand up and move his legs and then he collapses again. So it's sort of like he almost... Got out again, but he didn't, I guess. Yeah, I, I think it's like this This one is just the old story about human human spirit. Yeah. It's like he wants to be the best so he's going to keep pushing himself whether his body technically can and because he's in the Matrix, his body can go further than it technically should be able to. I thought this is yeah. a very interesting take yeah. on a situation that is a good point. Like if I am the Matrix, why am I so tired when I went for a run? Yeah. I can keep going, it's fine. Like, yeah. So good idea, good execution, looked pretty. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like how the agents looked. They looked silly, but that's that's me nitpicking a character design over the entire animation style. I, I liked the the like skinny white guy who said, no, you're going to ruin your everything. And, and then he kind of – and then his animation was really whippy and then he calmed down as the character calmed down and then he sat down and then he was the same. I thought that was a really interesting mm. choice. I think I really like the animation style of this one. Sorry, I don't have a lot to say. About you, this yeah, one. you fell asleep, which <laughs> I could understand after the last few. So, but honestly, I think this one is a much more interesting version of the kid story, yeah. where it's Dang not it. so much the kid versus agents, where it's just Neo 
again. Like this is the same idea but put in a different area, which is much more interesting because we haven't seen it before. So it's a yes for me. I kind of want to go and watch it. Mm. Uh, Honestly, it's only five minutes. It's one of the shorter It's a YouTubeable one. Oh, okay. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's a yes for me as well. Much better than the last couple, the the last um, version of this one we had. Um, It's a maybe from me. (laughs) (laughs) Next is uh, Beyond. It's the one where the lady's after the kitty cat and the cat goes to a place that's glitching out in the Matrix. Mm, mm. Interesting idea. Mm. Reminded me an awful lot of Thor 2 for some reason. Yeah, it's almost exactly the same. But this came found first. Oh, hell yeah, it did. (laughs) Um, It's, I don't know, like I, I liked the animation style for one. I'll get that off my chest. It was a little bit funky. Like it wouldn't be a series I would pick up, but I, I could watch it without yeah, feeling too uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the story was all right. I really didn't like the main character though. Yeah, this this one didn't get me. It it didn't uh, it didn't bring out but enough. The kitty. It, but it didn't show enough any new information about the Matrix or examine the Matrix from a different perspective. All it really does is show that glitches happen. Yeah. But it didn't do that through a character like in world record we we had a character that we could relate to and we could experience the matrix maybe it's through. because i didn't see the world record one but oh no no i, I i'm just I saying quite like the glitchiness and i like didn't relate the discovering i didn't relate like, to this woman or or any of the kids or what was happening it was yeah, just, yeah. i doesn't really care place. for the the characters but like what they were doing like how they figured out oh i'm as light as a feather because i touched this feather this is there's something's not right here. Well, I like them jumping down that thing. It was so Thor two. It was really fucking similar. I can't believe they did that. As in Thor did that. Yeah. But even like finding a group of kids there messing with the area before she gets there and stuff. It was. Oh, okay. Hey, what? what? <laughs> we're, we're watching Thor two very soon because we got the Thor review coming up. You'll oh, see. Yes. There's a whole scene in that movie that's just this bit of the animatrix. Bunch of movies that no one else likes that I do. <laughs> I don't mind Thor two. We will see. We'll see how charitable. This I feel. is the no from saying. This, this is this is a yes from me. Uh, you wow. know, I'm gonna go no, but it's it's a it's a soft no. Like it is watchable. I I just didn't have fun watching it. I this just got is, kind of I, bored, but it was okay. I do have to say this is a soft yes. Like I'm not like yeah, go watch this. You're fifty one percent. I'm forty nine percent. Yeah, just yeah, I can't get it over there. I mean, yeah, this is not a necessary part. Of the Animatrix, I think this doesn't add anything to the canon, and it doesn't really no, add any, really, any enjoyment like, to the whole the whole series, the, which is kind of what I'm judging my yeses and nos on. The sort of thing that I'm thinking about is like if I if these were real people um, who had figured out like if it was live action and they were doing this, it would be so much cooler, and that's what gives me the like zero point two percent. To go over into a yes, so I that's that. why you like Thor two so much. Why? Because they do this in live action. <laughs> I I honestly can't even picture the point that you're talking about. When they it is towards the, the beginning, but we'll, we'll be watching it in a few the, weeks. The, they find the floating truck and she just kind of picks it up and flips it over. No, and then they they Doesn't drop things that. down and they just disappear and then they pop up. And then they come back down again. Actually, you're making me like Thor 2 again because I remember the bit where the guy threw, there's this hallway they threw things into, yep, and the guy like throws their car keys in yeah. and it just doesn't come back out. <laughs> so yeah, you're actually winning me over to Thor 2 again. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, next. 
I'm going to have to go watch it again. I can't picture Well, that. you I will be in a few weeks. Well, look forward Good. to that because it's exactly what you want. Uh, next we have Detective Story. So this one's done uh, oh, yeah. Schindler's List style with in black and white with the occasional spritz of colour. Or Sin City. Yeah. You know, or I guess all Sin City. But, yeah, Ugh, Sin City. But we get a title character in this one. We get Trinity. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Well, well, Neil was in Kid Story, wasn't he? Yeah. But yeah. whatever. But we, like that one. we have an actor in this one. As yeah. in somebody who Acts. puts a yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> so it's about a detective who's recruited by the agents to hunt down notorious hacker Trinity. He unknowingly wasn't. He was told to hunt Trinity, wasn't he? Yeah, unknowingly hired by the agents to oh, find yeah. her. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he didn't know who the agents were. There was someone exactly. hiring him. But yeah, why do the agents need him? They lack creativity as a program. You could, I could say. I, I did think about this, and I was thinking, well, what, what, what can't they do? And when they can see everyone through everyone's eyes, yeah. there's not much they can't do. Yeah. But I guess, like I said, maybe being computer programs, they lack the creativity of a human. Yeah. To I guess this was this was a really it's one of the more ambitious styles of of the the series and. That being said, I don't. It it didn't it didn't land for me. Like I think it was too ambitious and too different to everything else. It didn't answer anything about, or it didn't add anything into the uh, into the canon of what the Matrix is and what the Matrix does, and didn't explore that. It was kind of just kind of a backstory for Trinity, mm. which I think we could have done in a more interesting way than yeah. how it was presented. Um, this one I, I did kind of like, okay, let's get through this. I know yep. where this is going. I know what's happening. Let's push through. Whereas, Unfortunately. Know. When trying to find like greater meaning in this one as to why does it exist, it's a struggle, right? Like, like you said, nothing yeah. gets changed. Oh, apart from, I guess you can see how the agents are manipulating people in the world, but like, but we unnecessarily. never see again in anything else. Yeah. Whereas we see reflections of all these other things in the movies. Yeah. Uh, it may draw back to the reference in the first one where Neo is like, "Oh, I've heard about you. Always thought you were yeah. a dude." Yeah, that's that's what I mean. That's like, the only narratively, it's a yeah. backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon? Okay. Well, we meant to believe because I think it was three or four PIs previously had gone after Trinity. One was dead, one was missing, one was crazy. So there was three, I guess, yeah. The missing one, is the assumption that he got out? I think so. That's nice. I mean, honestly. <laughs> APOC. If, if I was. <laughs> Classic APOC, <laughs> private eye. Yeah. I, think, I think that would be a much more interesting way to explore this story is like, uh, the idea of the Matrix spreading like a virus from these people who come into contact with people who are outside of the Matrix. So, and then then that ties back into Agent Smith's speech about human beings being a virus, where you see this yeah. this knowledge spreading through humanity, and then more and more people kind of fighting against the Matrix subconsciously. Okay. I think that would be a much more interesting way to kind of deal with this backstory. Than the the rather vanilla version we got, yeah. Well, verdicts then, guys. 
this is a this is a really it, it's a soft no, but it's a no. I don't. It, it, I wanted to get through this one quickly. Without. I'm on like forty nine point seven percent. So it's a no, just like just a no. Oh, so it's a no. That's really funny. This is my absolute favorite from all of them. Um, I don't know why. Maybe I just like detective stories. I could just be it. Yeah, you didn't the, speak it up that much. You didn't. Um, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's an old classic noir detective story, except it's about a hacker and the agents do their thing. Like, I thought it was did everything it needed to do. I think it really slipped within its own genre. It was just yeah, tie in the tie in part mm. is where it struggles, but it was still for me enjoyable. So, Fair I mean, I, it's watchable without it being in the Matrix. If that made sense for me, yeah, sure. Yeah. Now, this next one is going to trigger some people as I try and say this word. Matriculated. Oh, I did it. It's, cool. Yeah, yep. matriculated. I wasn't expecting that to come out the first time. Um, it's the, oh, we need to make the robot love again, people. Yeah, yeah we need to teach the robot how to love. <clears throat> I hate the Aeon Flux movie. I hate the series. I hate the animation style. <laughs> this is them. I don't like it. It's... I don't like the style. That aside, I'm going to try and focus on the story because this is an ugly, ugly, ugly movie for me. I don't like the style, but I think I think the story is one of the most interesting of all of them. Yeah. Um, just because, again, in uh, Renaissance, we saw the kind of dark side of humanity and the bad treatment of the robots. In this one, we get more of an insight into what the robots are doing now and what the humans are trying to uh, get from the robots. Like they're not trying to kill the robots, they're actually trying to show the robots what it is to be human so that the robots can make their own decision. Mm. Um, So we're showing that they're not just programmed into, they're not just programmed machines. They are they are actually free thinking, free roaming, artificial intelligence. I think that's I think that's the importance we get uh, distinguishing the Matrix from something like the Terminator, where you're like they're mostly programming, and then the whatever Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of goes, "Oh, I think I'm learning how to love. Oh, I I guess I'm going to be in every movie from now on." Um, I think this one it is kind of a a really interesting process and a really interesting representation of the uh, the dreamlike fractal process that they go through. Really interesting representation of the the meshing of machine and human minds. The whole I know, I know you're into it a little bit more than I am, but this whole meshing of humanity and machinery, or the what's the what have we referred to it as the um, singularity? Is that the meshing, or is that in Machines become aware. That's a different thing, isn't it? Singularity is when the well, there's a few different. It's basically when humans and machines are indistinguishable from each other. Yeah, that stuff. I've never seen the appeal to those stories. I know, I know the mate. This is the Matrix. This is what this shit's about. But I'm just always like, ugh, tell a different story. I don't know. I, I doesn't mesh with me anyway. I know, I know you're really into like because you love that. Was that stupid Johnny Depp film with the? No, oh, I don't love it. The idea, sorry, the concepts yeah. though. Transcendence. Transcendence, yeah. You like the concepts behind that yeah. stuff. For me, it's it's gritty. I don't like that idea. I don't know. I just like my people being people. Maybe I'm just – maybe when aliens finally like, hey, guys, I'll be like, oh, you back off, mate. People are people. Maybe I've got some super like human race prejudice going for me. But these meshing and collaborative ideas like that, ugh. I mean that is really the essence of what cyberpunk is. Like this is what – 
what yeah. Blade Runner's about. This is what The Matrix is about. I like, can deal with is... it in Blade Runner, though. I guess maybe probably because Blade Runner has a distinctive these are my people over here and these are my androids over here, sort of. Like, the whole story is Until the end when it's like, am I an android? Yeah. <laughs> but being, I don't know, it's the com- it's the combining of both. I don't know. This is an issue for another non-this podcast, but I don't like this movie conceptually. So you don't like you don't like the themes that it brings forward, correct? Or as I do, yeah. <laughs> I mean, give it <laughs> a so good. You're so good. Sorry, but I've got a really pounding headache right now, so it's really hard for me to think. Is it like a Nicki Minaj bass beat? Gross. That's hip, right? Stop it. Um, uh, I mean, I. It was nice to see that like humans have evolved to want to kind of make amends and not just kill the robots or the machines. Mm. But I just hated the animation. Like, I, I don't know. They I mean, it's not so much that they want to make amends either. I just want to, like, it's... it's. It felt like it. I mean, they, they explicitly say, like, we could just reprogram it. You say, well, that it's not a lasting thing because exactly. they will always learn and figure out what's going on and they'll revert back. So we need to show them what else exists so that they can make an informed choice for themselves and then they become allies or at least against the just mindless destruction yeah, and their lights turn green that is needless symbology but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like really just That's ugh, part of what i hated face. about it yeah all right well verdicts i guess for that one guy so yes from zane no yeah it's a no they made some really interesting choices with the artists they picked for this and i'm i just think most of them are bad choices like, I, on, I, I, while I don't like most of them, I think that the art choices that they made is really obvious why they made them. Like they really want to, they really want to uh, make it obvious who they're appreciating and who they're drawing from. Mm. Like the Matrix and the styles of the Matrix have really drawn a lot from cyberpunk, which is very present in anime. Um, that kind of mech, uh, mechanical, organic. Um, meshing that's really a theme that's all the way through. But like I love like Akira, for example, but they didn't go that art style. They went for these really ugh, obscure art styles, which like... Yeah, because they're hipsters. Yeah, well, they're bad hipsters. I, I enjoy Full Metal Alchemist. That's another clean style, like well, exactly. with Jubilee or something, because it doesn't detract from, from the story. The st- exactly. But also yeah. you need to get nine different styles. But the fact that I like, Why? what, two of them? Yeah, says for me, they made a, they made seven bad choices. Well, that's a personal yeah. choice. Like I like seven of them, so like yeah. that's just the difference yeah. between you and me. The Wachowskis probably like eight, possibly nine of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember how many I liked, but it's a no. All right, well, so we do guys to get into like final verdict for like the encompassing oh, pieces. Sure, yeah, yeah. Zane, kick it off. It's a yes. I said no to. One, maybe two of these things. You said no to Detective and Kid Story. Yeah. So, what did it, I say no to? Everything. Uh, you liked the first two. You hated Kid Story. You didn't like the Samurai one. You fell asleep during World Record. You didn't. You, you did like the one with the cat, and then you didn't like the last two. So you said yes to four of them, three of them. Okay. Four of them. Sorry, because one of them's part one, part two. Four of nine. That's you're fifty fifty on yes and no. 
There was nine. I got eight of them and one of them's a two-parter, including the eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, God, I can't count. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologies, Rose. So Maths four out of five. Four yes, five four no for you. Of, yeah. So that's a no for me. <laughs> that was a long-winded way. Um, I liked <laughs> three of them, but in saying that, I really liked Detective Story, but YouTube exists, so I would YouTube also, that. Also, like, skipping <laughs> exists. Also, this was not made... These were not made to watch in any particular order. They're short films. They're not yep. meant to be watched yeah. all together all at once. They're really just like if you're interested in the Matrix, here's a Who's whole that? bunch of explorations of what the Matrix is and they're all canon. So it's yeah. really just kind of a gift from from the creative team, I think. I'm going to say if you want more Matrix, I have fond memories of the Path of Neo video game. Maybe look at that. Enter the Matrix where you play as... Um, Niobe and, and Ghost. Yeah. Why do that I was, know that? Oh, That was a fun game. <laughs> Terrible graphics, fun game. Um, and I th- it, did they make that canon? Cause that it is all, canon. Yeah, yeah. It all happens like at the same time as the second movie. Yeah, yeah. And they got the actors back for like little cut scenes and stuff too. Yeah. For all the time, the animation is fine. Better than this. It's like early <laughs> PS2, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. So I'm going to say if you want more material, go elsewhere, read a book. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm going to hold this against you when you come to talk about the philosophical uh, issues drawn up by the Matrix because this is really where you come for the philosophy of the Matrix or the, the exploration of the philosophy of the Matrix. The films don't. It, really explore it? it. This has got nothing to do with who's the one, though. Oh, like, it really. definitely does. If you think about the the ramifications of the Renaissance and what the robot society is actually like, and then matriculation as well is what the machines are actually thinking. Because uh, whether it's Neo or whether it's Agent Smith, they're both acting on uh, impulse from the actual robot society. So whether the robots is because the robot society is all about efficiency, yeah. So where you you need to think whether the robot society is trying to teach humanity a lesson through this cycle or whether this is just a malfunction that is blowing up the matrix. That 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 is what it comes down to because Neo goes and makes a deal with, with the robot society. And whether or not this was the whole plan from the start in which case Agent Smith is the one or whether this is just a uh, happy, happy happenstance, in which case Neo was the one and he did his job better than anyone else. Gross. I guess we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. I guess so. we will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll admit these ones got to me more in the sense that this, oh, God, this the artistic choices. Like, are you, if, I rant about yeah. this every movie we review. It needs to look good or it should be a book. And that was a huge problem for Though, me with all I, I will say, Seb, this is the shortest of all the Matrix films. 101 minutes. Is that all it was? Mm-hmm. It felt like four hours. <laughs> oh. But yeah. like if, said, it, if it was just like one artistic style and it was a good one, I would get behind it more. Oh, how good would like a Dragon Ball animation sort of be? Like one of those cute little... Oh. Yeah. Just going to say, it would not be counterculture if it was popular. So they've gone for the obscure. 
this 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 movie was sold to counterculture. <sighs> yeah, I made a lot of bad choices. All right. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us, because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure, that yeah. one. Or second take podcast, you, you find it. Yeah. And Twitter. At second take TNC, or we we have an Instagram. Funnily enough, sometimes we post video. No, well, actually, we have no videos. No videos of some pictures yet. though that are funny. There, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really. Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash second take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as $1 per month, which is 12 bucks a year. And it's it's pretty, pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Ah, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not allowed to watch any yeah. movies unless we're reviewing them. <laughs> and the yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to that's not kind of productions.com, which is the mothership for all of the other po- all of our other podcasts. Yeah. yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. <sighs> and maybe just one day... There'll be solo podcasts that we do. That solo you can find podcasts, there. yeah, where we just talk at ourselves. Yeah, yep. The good. best kind of Fun. podcast, no interruptions, right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, "That's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works." Just because it's you in the room by yourself, Sam, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.